Graphic Audio fans, this is Dwayne Beeman here with this week's Pick of the Week. This week's pick is Brandon Sanderson's Mistborn number 6, The Bands of Mourning. This book is the third of the second trilogy of books of the Mistborn series that focuses on lawman Waxillium Landrum and his best friend Wayne. In this book, we take a look at the Bands of Mourning. The bands refer to the mythical metal bracers, and also metal mines that the Lord Ruler wore before and during the time he ruled in the first Mistborn trilogy. The bracers are said to grant legendary powers of the Lord Ruler to anyone that wears them. To most people in Skedadral, this is just a fanciful tale until a conjurer returns from researching the legend with evidence that suggests that the bands may be more than a myth. Sinister forces, known as the Set, are already at work trying to procure the bands for themselves. The return Conjurer has been attacked and one of his spikes removed, so Wax, Wayne, Marasi, and the rest of the gang are recruited into returning the missing spike and finding out if the bands are real. Will they figure it out? You're gonna have to get the book to find out. Most fans believe that The Bands of Mourning is the best story of the three Wax and Wayne books that Brandon Sanderson has written. Sanderson continues to improve and expand the books in such a way that you are bound to get sucked in and begging for more. Director and sound designer Nathaniel Perry does what he always does and gives us an entertaining tour de force with the help of the graphic audio bullpen of actors such as Terrence Aselford as narrator and with Chris Ginnabaugh, Bradley Smith, Danny Stoller, Eva Wilhelm, Tracy Oliveira, Matthew Keenan, Nora Schrade, Chris Davenport, and others. So, if you are ready to be entertained, go out and grab the Bands of Mourning today. Let's listen to a clip of Graphic Audio's production of Brandon Sanderson's Mistborn number 6, The Bands of Mourning. Wax, at least, had a change of clothing that wasn't wet, the suit he had worn on the raid. So he was pleasantly dry as his carriage pulled up to Ladrian Mansion. Steris had returned to her father's house to recover. Wax put aside his broadsheet and waited for Cobb, the new coachman, to hop down and yank open the carriage door. Wax nodded to Cobb and handed him the broadsheet. Cobb grinned. He loved the things. Take the rest of the day off. I know you were looking forward to the wedding festivities. Cobb's grin widened. Then he bobbed his head and climbed back onto the coach to see to it that it and the horses were cared for before leaving. He'd likely spend the day at the races. <sighs> Wax climbed the steps to the mansion. It was one of the finest in the city, luxurious with carved stonework and deep hardwood with tasteful marble accents. That didn't stop it from being a prison. It was just a very nice one. Wax didn't enter. Instead, he stood on the steps for a while before turning around and sitting on them. Closing his eyes, he let it all settle on him. He was good at hiding his scars. He'd been shot almost a dozen times now. A few of those wounds quite bad. Out in the roughs, he'd learned to pick himself up and keep on going, no matter what happened. At the same time, it felt like things back then had been simple. Not always easy, but simple. And some scars continued to ache. Seemed to get worse with time. He rose, legs stiff, and continued up the steps. Nobody opened the door for him or took his coat as he entered. He maintained a small staff in the house, but only what he considered necessary. Too many servants, and they'd hover and worry when he did anything on his own. 
It was as if the idea of him being capable drove them into feeling vestigial. Wax frowned, then slipped vindication from his hip holster and raised her beside his head. He couldn't say precisely what had set him off. Footsteps up above when he'd given the housekeepers the day off. A cup on a side table with a bit of wine in the bottom. He flicked a little vial from his belt and downed the contents. Steel flakes suspended in whiskey. The metal burned a familiar warmth inside of him, radiating from his stomach. The blue lines sprang into existence around him. They moved with him as he crept forward, as if he were tied with a thousand tiny threads. He leaped and pushed on the inlays in the marble floor, soaring up alongside the stairs to the second-story viewing balcony above the grand entryway. He slipped easily over the banister, landing with gun at the ready. When the door to his study opened, the man in the light brown suit froze as he found Wax's gun pressed against his temple. Just a moment, I... You. I'm quite fond of this skull. It's sixth century antiverdant, the head of a metal merchant from Erto, whose grave was shifted and protected as a side effect of Harmony's rebuilding. An antique, if you will. If you make a hole in it, I'll be rather put out. I told you I wasn't interested. Yes, I took that to heart, Lord Ladrian. Then why are you here? Because I was invited. The Condra reached up and grasped the barrel of Wax's gun between two fingers, then pushed it gently to the side. We needed a place to converse. Your associate suggested it, as I'm told the servants are away. My associate? <laughs> Wayne. <sighs> he eyed the Condra, then slipped his gun into its holster. Which one are you? Tensoon, is that you? Me? <laughs> Tensoon? What, do you hear me panting? <laughs> He gestured for Wax to enter his own study, as if he were doing Wax some grand courtesy. I'm Vendel of the Sixth. Pleased to meet you, Lord Ladrian. If you must shoot me, please do it in the left leg, as I've no particular fondness for those bones. I'm not gonna shoot you. Wax shoved past the Chandra and entered the room. The blinds had been drawn and the thick curtains left to droop down, plunging the room into almost complete darkness, save for two small new electric lamps. Why the closed curtains? Was the Chandra that concerned about being seen? Wayne lounged in Wax's easy chair, feet up on the cocktail table, helping himself to a bowl of walnuts. A woman stretched out in a similar posture in the companion chair, wearing tight trousers and a loose blouse, eyes closed as she leaned back in the chair, hands behind her head. She wore a different body from the last time Wax had seen her, but the posture and the height gave him good clues that this was Melan. Marisi was inspecting some odd equipment set up on a pedestal at the back of the room. It was a box with small lenses on the front. She stood up straight as soon as she saw him and, being Marisi, blushed deeply. Sorry about this. We were going to go to my flat to talk, but Wayne insisted. Needed some nuts. When you invited me to stay here, you did say to make myself at home, mate. I'm still unclear as to why you needed a place to talk. I said I wasn't going to help. Quite so. As you were unavailable, of necessity I turned to other options. Lady Combs has been so kind as to listen to my proposition. Marisi? You went to Marisi? What? That's surprising to you? She was instrumental in the defeat of Miles' hundred lives, not to mention her help during the riots Palm instigated. You're trying to get to me through another route, aren't you? Look who's full of himself. Oh, he's always full of himself, Melon. Mostly on account of him eating his own fingernails. I seen him do it. Is it so ridiculous that they'd actually want my help? Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it that way, Marisi. Then what way did you mean it? I don't know, Marisi. 
It's been a long day. I got shot at, got a water tower dumped on my head, and had my wedding fall apart. Now Wayne is dropping broken walnut shells all over my chair. Honestly, I think I just need a drink. Wax walked toward the bar at the back of the room. Marisi eyed him. Will you get me one too? Because this is all making me go a little crazy. He smiled, digging out some single malt whiskey, pouring for himself and for Marisi. If you enjoyed the sample clip, you can purchase Miss Born 6, The Bands of Mourning, right here on our website, www.graphicaudio.net. The book is available in two parts, and you can purchase it in all available download formats, MP3, M4B, and FLAC. It is also available in audio CD format, and you can listen to your downloads anytime, anywhere, with our free Graphic Audio Access app, available for Apple and Android devices. Be back next time as I'll have another pick of the week for you. Until then, peace.